I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Long ago, the real Brian sent the green butterfly on a mission off to another galaxy to gather intelligence for the rebellion. I have returned with information both on current events that you can infiltrate and whispered plans gathered from throughout the galaxy. Plans for what is to come when we reach Galaxy's Edge. Are you ready to go up against the First Order? Are you ready to defeat the dark side? Or perhaps join it? Either way, Let's rock it! Yes! I'm ready to join the dark side. Where may I sign up? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Well, actually, you can if you want. Would you like to? There's always got to be one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I always there a, always there's two. always a little poop in the ice cream, isn't there? Oh. Like a big you, tub of ice cream that's just one little speck of poop. Did you have to ruin everything. ice cream for me now for the rest of my <laughs> natural life? Thanks a lot. You're welcome. You've influenced me the wrong way, evil man. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's right. How you doing, Captain Influence? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm the real Don't man. Don't I sound great? You sound awesome. Great. You sound glorious. Yeah, yeah. I, the cold is not too bad. It's, it's oh, pretty mild. I'm really thankful that it was mild and it went through quickly because you're here and you sound fine yep so far good well so far so good if you start hacking we'll leave it in and make sure everybody can hear your hacking <laughs> in the background and no that's all right I'll try hey, hey I'll guess try guess who's with us today who and, and guess who even with all that said got to do the amazing with that was an amazing intro by the way i think we're gonna hire her to do the intros from here on out because you know what? That, was really <laughs> that, was, good. that was pretty good the green butterfly welcome Hello! At well, long Captain last. Inf- Welcome back. Captain Influence has now officially influenced me to eat popsicles for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> More ice cream for me. Mm, you want a popsicle? You, you mm-hmm. had to say popsicles. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> Just so you do that. <laughs> really? Popsicle and a glass of wine? <laughs> you seriously just did that to initiate that? That and I've been eating popsicles every day because it's gotcha. summer and it's glorious. Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. That's true. It is a nice time of year for that. I <sighs> miss that. I miss that. Back in the eighties, I used to have just. I could not wait for summer so I could have popsicles in the freezer. Do you remember those push pop thingies or those otter pops or whatever the heck they were? Oh yeah, a little otter pop, the long skinny ones with the pictures yeah. on the outside. Yeah. Well, yeah. So there was otter pops and then there was the push pops and they tasted like frozen fruit thingies. Yeah, yeah, the those push too, pops yeah. that were orange. Yeah, yeah. You guys remember those. these things? Okay. Oh yeah. Before we had the internet, <laughs> we had popsicles to look forward to, <laughs> and you do crank ice cream with with yeah, rock yeah, salt. Yeah. Sit outside and sweat, and basically burn your arm off with. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and that that's actually improved somehow. Uh, when I was a kid, when our family would make homemade ice cream with that machine. It always tasted kind of like ice milk, and actually had a th- that was a thing back then too. And did it still have ice milk? It always tasted like icy milk and it, or sweetened ice milk. And now I've had homemade ice cream with very similar machines, and it's really, really good. I don't know what we did different. 
Yeah, but, we used to use, you know, ice and then the rock salt on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you'd sit out there by the pool in Phoenix at 120 degrees and you'd be cranking, mm-hmm. you know, halfway in the pool and then we'd switch and people would go get cool off in the pool and then you'd jump out and you'd crank and assembly line kind of thing. And it was great. Yeah. It worked out really well, but we had great ice cream. But, you know, you'd boil it with, you know, with the whole egg custard kind of thing where you yeah, you boil all the liquid and everything and then you cool it down and then you throw it in the ice cream machine and just go go to town, baby. I'm pretty sure my family just did it wrong. Yeah, I guess. That's pro- that's what it was. We did make homemade ice cream in the automatic machine nowadays, you know, for the 4th of July this year, which I totally forgot yeah. to talk about. And it was amazing. And it was this glorious homemade grass-fed cream and heavy whipping cream and all that stuff, ice uh, cream. And then I put in, uh, we actually, Sarah found some vegan gluten-free cookie dough that is actually really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. So we mixed that in with some chocolate chips and jelly all kinds of really good stuff it was phenomenal mm. speaking of ice cream are you using or eating are, captain influence are you using ice cream i'm a user <laughs> and an abuser <laughs> sounds kind of like a and an i addiction have here. discovered yes i have recently discovered the heavenly bliss that is halo top ice cream what is halo top it's a very popular brand now really in the states that you can find most stores i think and it's it's super popular because it's really good it's a coconut milk based ice cream okay it's really tasty for the most part some some flavors better than others but the cool thing is you don't have to feel guilty about eating a pint of ice cream at one time like some of us are wont to do because mm-hmm. the pints the whole pint is like less than 350 calories wow. sometimes less than 300 calories for the pint wow so 280 yeah and it's gaining in popularity i i just saw an article on it the oatmeal cookie flavor is the one that I've kind of latched on to. I've tried a few flavors and that's the one that just blows me out of the water how good it is. It's amazing. I mean, they're using cane sugar and stevia, which is interesting, but they're using the skim milk cream and they have prebiotic fiber in it, which is fascinating mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And then some other good stuff in there, but it looks very natural and it looks really it, good. Yeah. It's, it's really good. I, uh, so like I said, some of the flavors are decent. But the oatmeal cookie is just, you can't believe it's only 320 calories for the entire pint. I can't believe it's, it's not really ice cream. Good. Or, well, yeah. it is. So that's my latest uh, oh. That's my latest craving and addiction. And um, if you sprinkle Folgers crystals onto it. No. No. No, I'm dead no. serious. Sprinkle, no. Fol- sprinkle Folgers crystals on top and you just try it. So you take this glorious ice cream and then you ruin it. Is that it's what like the poop in the ice cream again, isn't <laughs> Seriously? it? Seriously. Started <laughs> freaking going to... <laughs> popsicles again oh, this, is, this is so not cool you just keep ruining my dreams i was gonna go get halo top ice cream you, you it. and now you it's like it. forget it I'm, I'm back to popsicles yeah well i can go find well, there's Otter nothing pops. wrong with a good popsicle no there's not there's not or, or, what about you green butterfly are you drinking or eating anything exciting right now my drink that i am not drinking right now because i will be up all night if i do Arizona watermelon tea. Oh, Ooh. yeah. It's yeah. very, very good. Yeah, those are mm. good. Is it a green or a black tea base? Green. Nice. Mm. I just love it. It's so sweet, but it has so much sugar in it that I'm not drinking that right now. I am drinking ice water out of my Stormtrooper mug. Nice. Because Ooh. it just seemed appropriate. Yes. Well, since we're going to be talking about some Star Wars stuff today, of course, it's yes. very appropriate. I am actually drinking... A uh, Mrs. Gray, which is the Earl Gray, but it's a lighter version of the Bergamot. Like I said, Seven Blue Seven brought from Murchies. I've talked about this a couple times, so I'm I'm finally going through them. But I'm trying a new one each time because he brought a bunch of varieties. 
So I'm getting ready to try this. I'll let you know how it is. It's a little hot right now, but get this. You know how I'm a big fan of Happy Lucky's Tea locally. They have their own version of what they call the Madam Grey, basically a blend of the Mrs. Grey, which we were just talking about, the Earl Grey cream and the French Earl Grey. So it's got the Earl Grey, the Nilgiri, which I'm not actually sure entirely what that is. Vanilla black tea, rose petals, blue cornflowers, orange peel. Mm. Supposed to be super creamy. I can't wait to go try some. Computer. Mrs. Gray. Warm. Yeah. Madam Gray from Happy Lucky's. Hot. (laughs) Tepid. Something. (laughs) Can't even. (laughs) Oh, no. I spilled my tea. Red alert. There you go. It's. Now, how do I turn this thing off? That sounds like a real emergency now. (laughs) It is. It's so funny how many people still talk about that Harry Potter episode. That was so much fun. I love it. I listen to it every couple of months. It just makes me happy. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I think we should do another theme episode then because I I really enjoyed doing that. Uh, Yeah. It's fun to do them once in a while. And I liked doing the research for it. That was fun. Yeah. I liked writing all those trivia questions. It was a blast. I'm always on board to, you know, start another themed episode. So if we were to do like a theme episode once a month, would you be interested in, in partaking in this gloriousness? If you had any interest in the topic, at least. Yeah. It, as long as I'm somewhat invested in the topic, because okay, I get more, obviously, as most people, I get more enthusiastic over things that I already have a passion for. Like of one of the things I love about the real, real Ryan show though, is that I listen to every episode, like I'll read the show notes and I'll be like, okay, this will be a totally new experience for me. Cause I don't know anything about anything that's being talked about on this week's show. <laughs> and I love learning. Yeah. And that's the, the beauty of the show is like every week it's different. And some weeks I have no basis of knowledge of it and mm-hmm. I get to be a spectator and, and, and learn, but I do get even more excited when I read the show notes and I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're going to have a Marvel episode. Fantastic. Sure, sure. Yeah. I have feelings about that. Yeah. So I love it either way. Being able to connect and relate to it obviously is, yeah. I mean, that's just one of those things we all have a tendency to love, but I like that you're talking about that. Well, one, I like the fact that you are kind of person that continues to want to learn and, you know, be exposed to new things essentially. And that's the whole curiosity piece, you know, and I can't tell you how much I've actually heard a lot of business leaders talk about the importance of curiosity right now, kind of a popular topic, even with um, Alzheimer's patients. They were talking about that when you stop being curious, that's when you have even a greater risk of Alzheimer's is because you're just not using your brain as much or whatever. So there's a lot of really amazing benefits to curiosity and hence why we like to continue to nerd out about things maybe we don't even know about, which is exciting. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. You brought up relevance, GB, about uh, how you, you know, if you relate to something, obviously you get very excited about it. So this is kind of funny. I'm just curious your thoughts on this because I heard this from a business standpoint and I've heard this a lot recently. I mean, over the years, I've heard this a lot, but recently I heard it presented in this way that, and again, it's from a business standpoint. So I'm like, okay, well, how do I apply it to the show? But then I got to thinking this actually applies to like everything in our lives, everything, regardless of who we are and what we do. It's the two factors of one likability to relevance. And obviously they use this in business, like I said, but if you think about this, if you meet somebody, do you like that person or not? If you like the person, then you might want to go, well, I'm, you know, and you're not thinking about this. Like nobody's really consciously going, 
Okay, now, uh, number one, do I like this person? Number two, you know, is this person relevant to me or not? Yeah. Or is he just a chode? Yeah, pretty much. But it's all of this subconscious thing that we do that, one, we either like the person or we don't. It's pretty simple. Two, we'll find out if that person is, quote, relevant to us and vice versa, i.e., do we have the same interests, same, you know, commonalities? Do we like similar things? Do we do things together that we both enjoy, right? Very simple. Mm -hmm. Pretty much people that I know. I like them and technically we are relevant to each other. And then I think about jobs that I've done over the years. Same thing. Hobbies that I have. Things I do. If I go out and do something. I just thought, whoa, that's kind of weird. You know, we could like somebody, but we may not find any relevance, you know, mutual relevance. And so it's like, that's a nice person. We might see them once a year, but we don't hang out on a regular basis. I've been hearing this a lot. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I understand what you're saying. There's definitely a difference between my friends that I like all my coworkers and we work together as a team well. But there is certain people that, you know, I discuss the superhero shows with or we have other common interests. Then I have a couple of coworkers that, you know, for example, don't watch TV at all. Mm. And they just play sports or they watch sports. It doesn't make me like them any less. They're still wonderful people, but I find that I'm socializing with them less. I do get very excited. Like if I do find out interesting sports fact or something, I like really want to share it with them because I really want people to know that what they like matters to me. Like even if it's not something that I like, Mm -hmm. this happens with you, Brian. Like I'll be on vacation and I'll be like, oh, Brian would really like that. So I'll take a picture (laughs) and I'll text it to you. Nice. You know, like because I make it my point to know what is important to the people around me. Mm -hmm. So I get super excited if it's like, oh, I know this sports thing now. I can go tell this person. I don't know. I think it's just important to make people feel valued and not pay them less attention just because you don't have as much in common with them. But of course, I get in longer, more drawn out conversations with people that I do have a lot of things in common with. Sure. means that you're a very empathetic person. That's a good thing. And mature. Very mature. Yeah. And not to mention, you've truly unleashed your superhero because actually what you just said there was what we really all, and I'm going to put a should here. I don't care. It's a should. Uh, we really, <laughs> really all, get to. We really all should do this. We should, you know, okay, yes, we have our, our things that we love and that make us happy and stuff, the relevance, the in common things. But no, we should do exactly what you're doing, Justina, is to this. I, I want to show interest in that person. That may not be my favorite thing in the world to do, but I'm going to try to find a way to connect with that person on their terms, which is really cool. Yeah, totally cool. I think it's, it's very it's enviable, in fact. Yeah. And it gives you an opportunity to ask questions about things that you don't know about and and learn new things. It circles back to learning. Totally. Well, and you never know because sometime you may go, oh my gosh, I had no idea that this was so fascinating to me. I'd heard about it, but I'd never really engaged in it. And I actually kind of like this. This is fun. Right. It could open a brand new door for you. Yeah. Fun times. That's really cool. Let me ask you this then. And you can use person or thing. If you don't like the person or you don't like, let's say even the environment, but you find it relevant or you find the person relevant, like, oh, this person's a a comic book nerd and I really enjoy it. We have the same interests, but I really don't like that person or uh, this podcast. Let's just use that for an example because we're, we're doing a podcast. 
you know, they talk about comic stuff, but I don't like the environment. Can you find yourself relating and wanting to be a part of that or be, you know, a friend with that person? Like, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, do you need the likability and the relevance or do you really absolutely must have the likability either way? Because I think what you were saying, Justina, is you have to have the likability. Ideally, you have the relevance, but you can find the relevance. But the question is, is can you have anything if you don't like that person or that thing? Good question, because I think if I might go first on this one, I think that you can. Never mind. Go ahead, Justina. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of lo- lost the thread of what I was saying. With the example of podcasting, I choose podcasts based on their topic. So I've tried out many podcasts on my favorite topic. So it's already my favorite topic before I've clicked the play button. But I don't necessarily end up liking that podcast or participating in that podcast if I find the attitude to be too negative. Mm. It's on my favorite thing, but they're being so negative about it all the time that it's not fun anymore. So I'll find myself stopping listening to that one. Where if I find a truly interesting podcast, even if I don't agree with everything every week that happens, I'll still be way more likely to promote that that podcast on Twitter or tell a friend to subscribe or send in feedback to that podcast. So how did you start listening to this show? Because we don't have any topics on here. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you say it. <laughs> <laughs> the green butterfly followed the shadow. Okay. Okay. That's- so likability. There you go. Likeability. Yeah, I have no relevance, but hey, I'm a likable guy. So, <laughs> so funny. Brian, you are so hard on your trust. No, I, I think <laughs> I'm totally messing with you. I really am. Don't worry. <laughs> I think that you have to have some amount of likability for you to want to find relevance if Absolutely. the relevance isn't already there. So, yeah. yeah, I approach TV shows and movies the same way. A lot of times, you know, I'll start watching a TV show because the topic or the relevance aspect, for example, on Netflix, it's like, ooh, that looks really good, but. You know, when I get into it, if I don't like it, I'm I'm done. You know, I moved on. Green Butterfly. Yes. I'm curious before we hear about your trip, because this was cool. You did a big trip and you're going to tell us all about this. And it was very exciting. Before it we go there. It was very exciting. <laughs> like that attitude. Excitement. Before we go there, I think a lot of people are wondering what you do. What do I do? Because I hear you're kind of like Barry Allen. Is that true? So- Sort of, except that I'm not as fast as him, so I can't centrifuge. Like, I need an actual centrifuge. I work in the lab in a hospital. I uh, test body fluid for cancer. That's what I do. Oh, wow. And in the opening credits to Flash, you see Barry, and he's, like, centrifuging his forensic specimens, you know, all by himself. So I need an actual centrifuge to do my job. Okay. Because I'm not as fast as Barry Allen. Okay. But you can fly and and he can't. Yes, this is true. And uh, I work in a hospital lab versus, you know, a crime lab. So Okay, now he um, was struck by lightning. You weren't. But what gave you your green butterfly powers? The shadow. Bequeathed <laughs> by the shadow. The, the shadow crowned me the green butterfly. Interesting. So is that, wow, that uh, that's kind of almost a creepy season three villain from The Flash. 
issue. Which <laughs> we're, we're not going to go that far. But it far. wasn't a villainous. <laughs> it wasn't a villainous act. No, the shadow is actually a hero, at least in my world. I don't know about, you know, yeah. his world. Okay. The, the shadow I know. That's true. All right. Tell us about this crazy trip. So there's Disney, there's Star Wars, there's so much, so much. Come on. There's so much. Bring it on. I, I went on my trip for my 40th birthday because where else should you spend your 40th birthday besides Disney World? <laughs> I'm never going to grow up 100%. I'm just not. Good for you. Good. I think a youthful heart is a healthy heart. I don't even know where to start except for I promised you that I would come back with as much Star Wars intel as I possibly could. Nice. I'm scared. And this sort of worked out because Mango went to Disney World too, and she did a wonderful job recapping her trip. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, this is going to work out very nice because a lot of the stuff that I'm going to talk about is a park that Mango didn't get to go to. So that way we won't have a lot of duplicate stuff. Disney has a cool Star Wars tour. Mm -hmm. Is it called Star Tours? There is something to, called store tours, but that's on the tour. The thing that, yes, it is old, but it has been renovated. I did everything on this tour at my own pace without booking the tour. Oh, nice. That's exactly what Mike was suggesting to me when we were talking last week during the game night. Yeah, just go at your own pace. Don't get caught up in all those crowds yelling stuff at other people and don't get into that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. Drinking all that Disney World water and stuff, you know, it's kind of gross. Yeah. I got to have the real mic on someday. (laughs) If you're the type of person that wants everything like planned out for you and you want somebody to lead you through all the experiences, it's $93 a person. Wow. But wow. you can do the same thing with your regular park ticket. You just have to use the lovely Disney Parks app to organize the showtimes yourself. Is the $93 mm-hmm. on top of the park admission or is that included in yes, the park admission? Yes, it is. Wow. It's on Whoa. top of it. So I wanted to make it clear to people that all of these experiences, because the only thing you get, you know, I was looking at the list and trying to say, okay, what are they getting besides what I did? So they are getting a collectible, which it doesn't tell you what it is. And you get autograph from JJ Abrams on that. Yeah. (laughs) And you get get lunch. Gotta be lame like that. I added it up just for the sake of this podcast. If you ordered everything, Mm -hmm. all the Star Wars related food offerings are in one restaurant location called the Backlot Express. Okay. If you ordered a Star Wars entree, the souvenir mug, the Star Wars cupcake, and the Star Wars special drink to go in your Star Wars mug, it would run you about $34. Wow. So you can still get the whole lunch, and it would run you $34 versus the 93 and I don't know what kind of souvenir they're get, getting you. Yeah. So, But there are two stage shows, Star Wars, The Galaxy Far, Far Away, and March of the First Order. Oh, cool. Consult your time's guide in the morning because there are several times a day and they're just, you know, walk up and watch these stage shows. But, you know, at the beginning of the day, you'll see all the times it's going to be offered. Mm -hmm. So sad that none of us on this podcast are below the age of 12 because it also Uh, includes Jedi training trials of the temple, which I stood and watched because it was adorable. Wait, why wouldn't we be? They all get murdered at the end. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, see. Anakin didn't come in and oh. 
Lame. He killed all the younglings. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, sad. no, I'm, it I'm didn't glad. go. It yeah. didn't go like that crazy episode. No, that would it was be a lawsuit. Watch these little kids like fight Darth yeah, Vader cool. and uh, and Kylo Ren. They probably fantastic. kicked their butts. Huh? Was Yoda the instructor? I hope. I hope Yoda's voice is is guiding them through. Yes. Oh, okay. Swing All right, good. Low. No. Swing high. Mm. <laughs> 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 That's cool. I'm happy no, to report neat. that I've finally been the Rebel Spy. Do you guys know about the Rebel Spy? No. No. Okay. On Star Tours, the adventure continues, which is the ride we were talking about a minute ago. Mm-hmm. The it's renovated ride? Renovated to feature stuff from The Last Jedi now. <sighs> you can ride it several times because it has so many combinations. It's a crazy amount of combinations, planets that you might visit. The best thing about Disney World is continuity of storytelling. Oh, that's nice. From the minute you're in a queue to the minute you leave a ride, there's a there's an entire story there. And if you pay attention, the details are all there. Oh, that's cool. In the Star Wars movie, you are trying to get the droid safely because it has the plans. Mm-hmm. In Star Tours, it's the Rebel Spies trying to get through to get the plans to the rebellion and i finally got to be the rebel spy oh did you that's make cool i did nice you got to the rebel okay good i've been trying to be the rebel spy for years so that's really exciting for me Yay. there is three character meet and greets so you can meet chewbacca kylo ren or bb8 cool all three of them are in this complex called the star wars launch bay and you know how i was talking about continuity of story if you talk to the employees in there Normally in Disney World, your badge has your name and the country of your origin. Well, in the Star Wars area, it doesn't have that. It has like a name of a moon or something that they oh, came cool. from. Nice. Instead, my mom is not a Star Wars person, but she was with me on this experience. And she was like, I don't understand why this says this. I'm like, well, because it's it's part of the story. They're, they're on this moon. But <laughs> and if you talk to them, they won't break their story like they'll tell you nice. about their childhood on this moon and the rebellion and that they have they've been taught the story and they will tell you a story if you ask them so cool. definitely talk to people when you're walking around because they all have stories that they've been taught that if you take the time to talk to them like they'll share you share with you really interesting information inside the star wars launch bay is also a lot of props and things to look at. I would recommend also if you have one to wear a Star Wars shirt because I think it makes the staff know that you're you're really really into it and they play with you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because I had my Millennium Falcon shirt on and it had a, a Rebel symbol on the nice. sleeve, and nice. the stormtroopers kept stopping me and saying that they were watching me. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and BBA just kept beeping and beeping and beeping at me like he was trying to give me some secrets that I needed to know. Huh. <laughs> You're just like crazily trying to give me, you know, in Android code, some sort of information. So I would recommend wearing a, a t-shirt if you have one to show your enthusiasm because it just makes them play with you more and makes your experience a little bit more immersive. And this little piece of what they have going on right now was so much fun. And it's only like a quarter of what we're going to get in 2019. Yeah. So I have a couple of pieces of information. Okay. What is coming? Okay. Oh, goody. And I mean, I think goody. I'm still scared. Go ahead. <laughs> you're still, you're still, 
one of the things that's been revealed is that the galaxy's edge is on the planet of Batu. And if we want more information about the planet of Batu, it is expected to make appearance in some of the new movies, but its first appearance will be in a book coming out this month called Star Wars Thrawn Alliances. Ooh, Thrawn. Thrawn. Okay. Yeah, T-H-R-A-W-N. Yeah, oh, is I know who so Thrawn far. is. Yeah, Thrawn's awesome. Thrawn is who should have been in episode seven. Admiral Thrawn, yeah. So Grand I don't know any I haven't I don't know anything about Thrawn, but anyway, that's going to be the first appearance of the um planet of Batu. One of the known rides is going to be a Millennium Falcon simulator. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be different. You know, Disney has a lot of simulators. Mm-hmm. This one is going to be the first one that is like this, where it is going to have consequences. Oh, interesting. Some of the technology that they're testing in the void, which I'm so happy you got to experience because I wanted to talk about that for a minute today too. Yeah. When you did the void, were you only shooting or did you have, because there was four people on the team. So I used Mm -hmm. to, Team member had a different thing. So I don't yep. know if you got to solve the puzzle. Uh, I was part of it, but I was the one that was... So we were all trying to talk about the puzzle. When I got to do it, basically, the people on my team were mostly co- covering my back. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to solve the puzzle. Okay. Yeah, I was one of the ones covering their backs. I was having a hard time with this puzzle. Yeah, we were too. And I, I didn't get to attend this event, but there was an event recently called the Star Wars Galactic Nights where they gave us a little bit more information about what's coming. Mm-hmm. They gave the impression that in this Millennium Falcon ride, performance is going to matter. Okay. If you fly well, when you get to the cantina, you may get extra, you know, like free stuff or they okay. might be, you know, cheering you on. And on the flip side, if you dent it or crash it <laughs> not a scratch you get there's, kicked out yeah there's actually going to be bounty hunters after you oh sweet in the park dude we should <laughs> we should do that on purpose i bet some people will yeah, yeah that'll be cool and you know so it's very interesting to me because this will be the first ride that has consequences so if it's anything like, like that puzzle you were talking about the reason we were not able to solve it quickly was because it was finicky and there were, I mean, there we realized later we had already solved it like three times over, but it didn't respond properly. So they're uh-huh. going to have to fix the technology on that to make that a little bit more um, accurate to, you know, the, the hand movements and that kind of thing too. It, it was a little clunky, I guess is the best word, but the, the shooting of the weapons on the other hand was, was super accurate, super, you know, right there. It felt like you were doing it. So that was cool. I was like overstimulated by the fact that I was getting shot at the same time. True, yeah. <laughs> and you feel that. <laughs> and I'm trying to push the buttons in the correct order. There might have been some issue with the technology for sure because sure. it's new. Oh, and I did want to tell anybody in case they're physically challenged as I am that if you do go to a Disney park or Las Vegas and you want to try the void because I walk with crutches, so my, my hands are always occupied with walking. Mm-hmm. So I talked to the people when I was signing up. The gear was also too heavy so sure, sure. for me to stand up and, and wear it. Mm-hmm. So you do have the option to have somebody go 
with you. They can still put all the stuff on you in a wheelchair and push you through so that you can oh, hold cool. your blaster and uh, participate. So don't let any physical problems stop you from trying that out because it was nice. best $30 I ever spent. Yeah. But one of the employees just pushed me through so that everybody could still be having the same experience. I could still shoot a blaster. ADA compliant. That's good to know. Yeah. It is. If you do go to Animal Kingdom and Pandora, mm-hmm. I know that uh, Mango did talk about Pandora some, but uh, you will get the same experience there. If you ask the employees, they will tell you the story. The story is supposed to be tying into this next Avatar movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that they keep pushing the date oh, on, so true. I don't know if it's ever going <laughs> yeah. to come out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, James Cameron's going to drop dead before he releases this movie. <laughs> but, yeah. but the story of the Pandora Park does tie into the second movie if we ever get to see it. If not, go to Disney World and ask them the story. They will tell you it's lovely. The level of detail will will blow your mind. Uh, I know that Mango talked about the bioluminescence, and that mm-hmm. is very cool and very pretty. The way they did the buildings in relation to the story is so interesting because the shortened version of the story is that it's 100 years after Avatar 1. Okay. Mm. So the humans have been off of this moon for 100 years. So even though this is a brand new section of the park that they just built, they made it look ancient in every way that's cool it is so So perfect the way you walk into a building and the vines are coming through like the nature is reclaiming the area and everything has Mm. like you know rust on it or looks like it's sort of falling down even though they just built it interesting so is the premise of the of the uh, experience that you're a human coming back after 100 years and you get to see all the old facilities that nature yes. has reclaimed and oh interesting ah that sounds fun see that's one of the things i love about the disney parks is that just the the immersive experience that you get in and you actually feel like you're there you know they've recreated it so accurately almost that you just you you literally feel like you're transported to an entirely different world it's amazing i really feel that way i always feel a little bit sad when i see people rushing from one queue to the next <laughs> to the next to the oh, next yeah. the details are really something to behold. Totally. Like I've been going every couple of years now since I was six years old. And every, even if I go to something I've been to 10 times because it's my favorite, I'll still see something that I didn't see before. You know, Walt said he always wanted it to be that way. He wanted there to be a surprise around every corner to go with your hurry up and wait thing which i think is brilliant i didn't get to try it launched right after i got back a new app that they have to make waiting more fun it's supposed to interact with the cues you know tell you things to look for tell you trivia something to make the long waits easier to do and like i said mango taught us how to rock the fast passes which i also know how to do like i said for anybody who's physically challenged in any way to go to guest services at the beginning of your day and explain to them your limitations because you can get a guest service card to virtually stand in line. So yes, I still waited two and a half hours to go on flight of passage, but I was able to sit and wait somewhere. Interesting. 
So if anybody's like worried about, gosh, it takes, you know, three hours. Yeah, it does sometimes, but definitely talk to guest services, get a, get a card because basically what you do is you go up to the ride and you get it signed by the staff member and they write down what time and they write down, you know, if the wait time is 30 minutes, they tell you what time you can come back. So that way you don't have to just stand right there. Cause I know Brian, you have some troubles with your leg and stuff like that. So if you ever, you know, wanted to go to a Disney park, that's for anybody that has any sort of challenge standing in the line for hours. Yeah. Yes. Which that is hard on the healthiest of persons. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Is a hundred percent worth it. Yeah, totally. I think that's a really good thing. I know, um, even talking with Mike too, he had a couple of other tips again, off air. I want we'll to share those at some point too, but it would be interesting. I've never been to Disney world personally, so I would love to go see it at some point. Kind of know like what really should I go focus on though? Because there's so much to do. You can get overwhelmed. You know, he was even talking about if you're just like, I got to get on this ride. I got to get on this ride too. You know, you just get so stressed. Whereas if you just go in and say, Hey, I'm going to do whatever works. If there's more than a 30 minute wait, I'll move on to the next thing. Play it by ear. Don't have a lot of huge expectations, but you know, have a plan of what you're wanting to really do and enjoy yourself the whole time and just and get your steps in. Exactly. Oh, get I get my in. steps in every time. <laughs> yeah. I love helping people organize their trips and helping them figure it out because I've, I've been doing that for people for a few years now because nice. I just love Disney so much. That's so and I got to meet Star-Lord. Did I mention Ooh. that? No. You got to meet Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, the lady in the line was like, I hope it's Chris Pratt. I'm like, oh, she's going to be disappointed right now. She walks up. She's like, abs. Oh, you're so, not Chris Pratt. Oh, so Green Butterfly, you you go every year since you were little. Do you live in the area? No, I live nearby? in Michigan. OK, so you're quite a ways away. Yeah, I get to go every couple of years. OK, a couple of years. OK. Groot saying me happy birthday. Nice. And a new song that he wrote. And I'm pretty sure I can remember all the words. Was oh, it no. Teenage Groot or Baby Groot or adult Baby Groot? Groot. His Teenage Groot is so lippy. Yeah, he wouldn't have sung anything yeah, for Yeah, he'd be right? like, eh, no. Get back on his. Groot, Which, get Groot, 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 Groot. Like that? <laughs> yeah. Groot, 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 Groot. It was pretty adorable. That's awesome. I nailed it, right? That's exactly what yeah, he did? Yeah, that's exactly okay. what he did. <laughs> you are on pitch. You are on point. And definitely don't miss the um, Galactic Nighttime Spectacular at Hollywood Studios. It's fantastic. There's projections. There's lasers. There's pyrotechnics. There's fireworks. There's all your favorite lines from the Star Wars franchise. You don't have to pay anything for it besides your Hollywood Studios uh, ticket. Come early because the pre-show is actually a celebration of live action Disney movies. Oh, wow. Which includes a fantastic Guardians section, a fantastic Pirates of the Caribbean section. Just fantastic. And the score is, oh, I love movie scores anyway. They get me excited. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge is okay. going to open in California. June 2019. Okay. And it's going to open in Florida in fall of 2019 because Florida is delayed because they are getting the Star Wars Hotel. Ooh. Oh. I think the Star Wars Hotel is going to be like the Void Times 7 because the way I'm understanding it 
is they pick you up at the airport and your mission starts from the time they pick you up. I've heard that all of the windows are actually going to be enchanted as if you are in a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. Mm. Everything yeah. is going to go towards the story that you signed up for. That's cool. And it'll be sort of like a choose your own adventure book. Did you ever read those? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where your decisions throughout your stay are going to affect the outcome of your mission. Wow. You know, it'd be fun just to go for that and the galaxy's edge. Your missions, as far as I understand it, is going to take you into the galaxy's edge section of the park where you might have to go. Like there's going to be a whole marketplace. You might have to go find something at a marketplace or talk to a shop owner. It sounds like it is going to be a very ready player one. Let's live inside a video game sort of thing. Wow. Not necessarily where you have to like wear a lot of stuff because there's going to be people for you to interact with and costumed people. And so it's not going to be virtual reality like the void. It's going to be like the world and you just get to live there for three days. That's awesome. (laughs) You're going to pay for it too. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be but way too much. It'll, it'll be a once in a lifetime experience. It's sure. not going to be. Yeah. Well, I hope they make it affordable because I mean, it's one thing I, you can say, it, oh, it's going to be, you know, a thousand dollars a night. And it's like, okay, come on. Some people. No, no, that's probably what it's going to be. I, but I know. like she said, once in a lifetime experience. Sure. That's sure. something you're going to have to save up for. I hope that they don't make it unattainable. I, as much as I love Disney, I hate and it breaks my heart when people tell me that it's unattainable. Sure. Or it'll be, you know, a 10-year wait to get into the hotel. I'm hoping that they find ways to make it attainable. Well, we'll see how it goes, but uh, yeah. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate that. That was really exciting. And If you want to know the latest and greatest news of anything Disney, you know, just check in over at Neverland with the spider pan. You know, the green butterfly uses pixie dust regularly to get to Neverland to check in with Spider-Pan to find out what's going on. All the latest news over there. What we all should do is we should all plan to go at the same time. So we'll get Spider-Pan shotgun. Yeah. You you just come. We're all going. We're all going to meet up at Disney World for this crazy Star Wars experience when it is up and running and it's ready to go. So it might be a year or two, but hey, let's do this. Yeah. We got to wait for it to cool, cool down a little bit. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do yeah. it. We're going to do it. Work, All right. Work the bugs out, get everything going. And then, yeah, let's do a Star Wars weekend. Tonight is the season three premiere of Winona Earp, which, you know, we had on Kevin, the podcast overlord who does Tales from the Black Badge, the podcast for that. And a huge, you guys remember all that whole thing, but you're a big yes. fan. Green Butterfly. I'm a huge fan. Time for whiskey and donuts. It is time for whiskey and donuts, baby. <laughs> sounds so good. I, you know, I don't, I don't drink, but I do love donuts. I love these. <laughs> I want to get some either, donuts right now. But boy, all the donuts. <laughs> oh, sounds good. So that's tonight, you know, for you Winona Earp fans. Let's, let's hear a little Star Trek Discovery update, Captain. It'll be a really little one. I'm almost done with that first season. How far? Like what you episode know, are you on? Oh, it's, I'm on like 13 out of 
15 or whatever, oh, so you're you know, really so close. Okay. I'm close. Yeah. But it's just a total roller coaster. The first couple episodes are really good. Then they go, they have a couple episodes that are just trash or just <laughs> goofy. Yeah. Then they have it. Not trash was too strong. It just, just kind of meh, you know, and yeah. then a couple good episodes and meh, and then a couple good episodes and then meh. I mean, it's just all over the place. So mm, I'm still enjoying it, mm-hmm. but it's, it's very inconsistent in my opinion. Sure. In it's, general quality of story and plot but i still like watching it good i need to know where i can watch the first season of orville i haven't seen it yet i really want to there's got to be some place out there that i can watch it without having to go through a bit torrent thing or whatever you know you pretty much can buy it on amazon or something like that (sighs) because there's nobody streaming it i mean even even fox which airs it is that they've locked like the first four episodes now, yeah, or the first five yeah, episodes, Fox, yeah. which is stupid. And that's a Fox issue. That's not necessarily anything else, but they do that with Bob's burgers too. Yeah. Yeah. I, for some, it's not on Netflix anywhere. It's not on prime. I mean, I, I could not be able to find it anywhere. Good. Guys, good news. Yes. Orville is streaming on Hulu. Orville is what? Streaming on Hulu. Oh, really? For free? Which you also have to pay for, right? Well, yeah, but I, <laughs> I do pay for it, so I see it. I, I pay for Netflix, too. I'm just saying. It's the only one I want to pay for right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's on Hulu. You could do a free trial and watch the yeah. whole season. It's only 12 episodes. There you go. Free one month for free. Watch it and then cancel. Done. Thank there you. you go. That's what I was looking for. Yes. Thank you, guys. And other people have asked me for that. So there you go. Sign up for Hulu for Boom. one month for free. Watch Orville. Cancel. Boom. See, everyone yeah. learned something new again. Thank you, Green Butterfly. See, I didn't know either. We started streaming our games and our insanity on Twitch just because <laughs> one is we're, we're testing it out and I'm trying to figure out kind of which, what are the best games to stream? You know, what are the most entertaining ones and all that and which ones will be fun. But I know that, you know, traditionally when you're talking about Twitch, you're looking at the latest and greatest games. We're not necessarily always playing the latest and greatest games because no. I don't want to spend full price on a full whatever game. So we have so far streamed Star Trek Bridge Crew. That was fun, and you're, and I think that when we're finally able to stream Alien, if I can get to play again, it's on me. That will be a fun stream to watch. I almost wonder if opinion. we should go all the way back through the beginning and start the stream from scratch, <laughs> and then just like I know, because otherwise the people are coming in it towards the end. We're almost done. I know, but we still got so much to do and we don't play it too often. And, and if we start over, it's going to be a year or two before we finish. <laughs> we, we could just do it and then, you know, pique someone's interest and let them go play it. Even if you start where we're at now, anybody who wanted to watch it, they could get their popcorn out and, and sit oh, there and watch it with their eyes wide open. Oh my gosh. You got to come join us on this. This will be hilarious. So go to twitch.tv slash TRB show. That's it. So you just look up Twitch and you just look for TRB show. You'll find it, and when we're on, I'll, I'll try to broadcast. I'll, I'll try to promote when we're actually going to be on. But anyway, thank you. We have more to talk about, but we're going to have to save it for another week. But Green Butterfly, thanks for sharing this awesome experience. I can't wait to you know join you all in that experience sometime too soon. I, it's a day. I can't. I can't wait to have a Star Wars weekend with you, Brian. It'll be fun. It'll be fantastic. Captain Influence. Yes. I mean, come on. I get to wear the cinnamon buns. <laughs> If they're not letting you buy me ice cream. I can't wait. I cannot wait. We actually are very strongly going to consider this whole theme episode thing, just like the Harry Potter theme thing. So uh, the three of us will do a little bit of recon and musings and other brainstorming brainstormings, and we'll see what happens. But uh, you know what the music means? I do. That's right. Time for some popsicles since I don't want to eat that ice cream now. 
<laughs> Halo Top, Time try to it. Fly away. Are you Halo Top poop in it? cookie dough. Try uh. it. Halo Top Oatmeal uh, Cookie. Oatmeal. Okay. All right. RealBrianShow.com. Go for all the links, Twitch links, everything in there. Have a wonderful week, and thanks for joining us here. We're signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514MediaEmpire.com.